0: Welcome back to Eddie's Launchpads, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, carers, teachers, and schools.
1: This is your captain speaking.
0: We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown.
2: Five, four, three, two.
0: Dogsthorpe Infant School is part of Hampton Academies Trust. We want every child to dream, believe and shine. Wow! Well, can you believe it? Here we are at episode 100, folks! One hundred! I just can't believe it. Where's all that time gone? Anyway, welcome to the show. We're going to have some lots of surprises for you on this one. So sit back. Eddie's with me. Let's
1: have some fun. His name is Eddie Edster, he's a well-being dog, and he's here at Dog Soap School. He's such a little cutie, wagging his tail, and the kids all think he's cool. He makes them feel safe, he's great for mental health, he gives them confidence from his furry self. Not talking about money, but he brings so much wealth. He's Eddie Edster, the well-being Dog. His name is Eddie Edster, and it's his hundredth podcast show. He has zoomed right across the globe. Captain Dave and Mrs. Walters are always by his side, wherever that doggy goes. Louise Holland was a star guest, talking this and that. Diamond Eddie Edster. Loves a little chat, he's to rainforest space travel, he's put dogs up on the map, he's Eddie Edster, the well-being dog, he's Eddie Edster, the well-being dog, he's Eddie Edster, the well-being dog.
3: Everybody at Dog Thorpe, Mr. Waters, Mrs. Waters and of course our favourite Eddie the Edster, the well-being dog. We just wanted to send you lots of love. It's Louise Holland here from BBC Radio, Cambridgeshire. We love it when you come on our show. You make us feel so positive and happy about the next generation of young people in Dogsthorpe. And we are so proud of you all. And we just wanted to wish you a happy 100 podcast. Don't be too good, though. Don't want you to steal my job, guys. <laughs> um, we hope you have a wonderful time in June celebrating such a momentous achievement and it's not just about getting the podcast out there because we know what hard work it is to broadcast to that level every episode but it's also about the messages that you put on your podcast and just completely affirming the fact that it's good and important to keep dreaming so guys happy 100th podcast and hope to see you soon
0: well, in every episode of Eddie's Launchpads, we try and feature a subject found in the national curriculum, and today is no exception. This time, Eddie on his launch pads is going to launch us into history. Now mention the name Herawood to people of a certain age who live in Peterborough or in Cambridgeshire, and they might think of the now sadly missed commercial radio station that used to broadcast from Queensgate in Peterborough city centre. But that's recent history. Let's all travel much further back in time to meet the man who gave the radio station its name. And to tell us all about him is the historian David Mayle. Welcome to the show, David.
2: Thank you very much, Dave. Thanks for inviting me onto the show.
0: Who was Heriwood and what's his story?
2: Well, Harrywood is an amazingly much forgotten folklore story of the Fens and Peterborough being on the Fen edge was at the epicenter of what happened in the Harrywood legend. Um, in history, he's recognized as the last man standing in the Norman conquest against William the Conqueror. When the Normans invaded in 1066, defeated King Harold at the battle of Hastings, Harrywood the Wake, as he is known, um, was still fighting here in the Fenlands um, where he, uh, Made his stand against the might of William the Conqueror's army, and there's a lot of legend around. And in, in the 19th century, Charles Kingsley, the author Charles Kingsley, wrote a book, "Harry with the Wake, Last of the English," and it was a novel taken from historical documents that described how Harry had been a son of born in Lincolnshire and was exiled at the age of 18 because he was a troublesome youth with a gang of lads that were terrorising the local territory. He had land on as a tenant from Peterborough Abbey and from Crowland Abbey, and it seems that that was in some kind of protection status, that he and his young youths had been... Um the protectors of the abbeys, and probably were as much protecting the abbey from themselves within that having that agreement, so he was exiled, and he went on this fantastic journey where he went to the north of england and and rescued a young woman who was about to get mauled by a giant bear. He went to Cornwall and rescued a princess from a giant of a man, killed him, and stole his sword and then he took the princess to Ireland and she married the Prince of Ireland and he fought. His band of men had joined him by then. These young youths born in Lincolnshire had joined him and he fought in the King of Ireland's army and defeated one of his enemies. And then he heard that his father had died. And as he was an exile, he was coming back to England to reclaim his inheritance when His ship got shipwrecked with his band of men on the shores of Flanders, and he became a mercenary soldier in Flanders for a few high-ranking officials and lords, until he became a fighter, a warrior, in the army of the Duke of Flanders. And after the Norman conquest of England, Harry would then came back to claim his inheritance from Flanders, and he came back as a as a great famous knight in Europe. And when he came back, he saw that his estate had been taken over by a group of Normans and and England was under the Norman rule. One of the major points in Peterborough came in 1070, on the 2nd of June, 1070. It's well-recorded in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle how he raided Peterborough Monastery, burnt down the whole of Peterborough except for one house, And they ransacked Peterborough Monastery and stole all of the gold and silver out of the monastery that was called the Golden Borough. And they took the gold and silver because the new Norman abbot was coming to the monastery the following day, Abbot Turold. Harrywood went to Ely and set up his stronghold at Ely. It was a revolt against an oppressive king. His story is one of the defence of the Isle of Ely and being the last man standing, he was defeated, his forces were defeated at Ely through treachery by the monks. They came to an agreement with William the Conqueror and a surprise attack through a secret pathway is said to have taken place and Harry ran off with some of his men into the mists of the wild fen and on into legend.
0: How relevant is he?
2: He wasn't one of those folklore figures that came through the ballads of the medieval times or the great stories from people like Christian de Troyes who did King Arthur. Mm -hmm. He never came through that Middle Ages um, legend. He was a product of 19th century Victorian England. Uh, He became known as England's Patriots. He was rivaling King Arthur and Robin Hood in popularity, and yet the historical figure was being largely forgotten. He was getting ships and trains, and the first squadron of aeroplane that fought in the First World War flew flew out of England, and it was the Harrywood Squadron. That's how popular he was in popular culture um, by the turn of, of that century into the 1900s. And so through all of that imperial England and the empire, he was held up to be a figure of empire, as if he was a prototype Englishman. And the Wake family moved to Bourne 100 years after Harrywood's time. And then, by the 15th century, late 14th, early 15th century, when they, at those times, when the great families of England, the aristocratic families, were getting their coat of arms and building their family tree, the Wake family of Bourne. Set Harrywood as their ancestor.
0: Now you've got a tour and a children's competition, haven't you?
2: Yes, we have. Yes, um, we're doing the five monasteries tour. There were five monasteries prevalent across the fens in the Harrywood legend: Peterborough Monastery, Ely Monastery, but also monasteries at Crowland, Crowland Abbey, Thorney Abbey, and Ramsey Abbey. So we're doing a five monasteries tour with. With our reenactor, we have a reenactor, Rory Gibson, who acts as Wood the Wake, and he's a fantastic actor. He brings all of the exploits and all of the stories of Harry Wood through Harrywood's mouth and and he looks just like the classical Victorian image illustrations of Harrywood wow. as well. <laughs> um, you know, with his shield yeah, and his yeah, sword. Yeah. And, and he'll be outside on the on the second of June, he'll be at Peterborough Cathedral at ten o'clock in the morning. For an hour, talking to whoever, whoever's there, telling tales about Harrywood, and people can young children can have photos taken with him. Um, and we're also running a competition. Later that day, he'll be at Ely. And then on the 17th of June, that day is what we mark as the Harrywood Rising Day. It, it's, it's 953 years since the 2nd of June, 1070 when Harry would burn down Peterborough and ransack the monastery. So we're there celebrating that because he was standing up for his people. This was Harry Wood stealing from the rich and then going and trying to give it to the poor, at least, at Ely to fund uh, a revolt and to support the refugees that were pouring into Ely. So this is very much his robbing from the rich and giving to the mm. poor story. Rory, as Harry with the Wake, will be talking about that before he then goes off to Ely later in the day. And then on the 17th of June, we come through at um, Ramsey at 10 o'clock in the morning, Thorny Abbey at 11.30 in the morning, and Crowland Abbey at 1pm. And once again, it will, Harry will we'll be talking about stories of him being associated with these abbeys. So at Peterborough on the 2nd of June, he'll be talking about Heriwoods rising and stealing all of the gold and silver. Mm. But mm. he'll also, on the 17th of June, on on Celebrate the Fens Day, he will be telling the Harrywood Connection you know, stories to Ramsey Abbey, Crowland Abbey, and, and Thorny Abbey mm. during those times. And we're running a competition. It's on the flyers and on the HarrywoodtheWake.co.uk website. We're running a competition where schoolchildren between the ages of 5 and 16 can a, can answer the questions of which are which of the five monasteries in the photo, the five former monastery sites. It's either Peterborough Cathedral, Ely Cathedral, Thorny Abbey, Cronin Abbey or Ramsey Abbey. Mm-hmm. Which one is it on the photos?
0: There we are, listeners. If you, if you want to get your child or if you're a child who listens, I know there are children listening to this, Um, If you want to go and meet Herold the Wake This man that we've been talking about A chance to ask him questions about his life And about what he did And what happened And all that time Go over to Peterborough Cathedral uh, on June the 2nd, or if you live closer to Ely, go to Ely, see him, meet him, have your photograph taken, have a selfie with Herwood. Fantastic. Uh, Hopefully that's whetted your appetite, listeners, um, and that you'll want to know more. Uh, David, if people want to know more, all the details, dates, times, where you're going to be where, and a little bit about what you've got planned and the children's competition, where's the best place for them to go?
2: it's harrywudthewake.co.uk.
0: If you miss that don't worry, go into the text of this podcast and you'll find the link, you'll go straight to it and a chance on June the 2nd to meet Harrywood and ask him all those questions about this fascinating life. David, thank you for your time today.
2: Thank you very much, Dave. It's been a pleasure.
0: Hi, it's Amir Suleiman from BBC Radio Cambridgeshire and from Peterborough, Dogsthorpe's not very far away from me at all. I know it very well. A lot of friends in Dogsthorpe, yourselves included, of course. Uh, All the very best and well done to everyone at Dogsthorpe Infant School, all the kids, all the staff who have worked to get to 100 episodes of your podcast. This is brilliant work. Keep going. Fantastic stuff. This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster. The Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. Well, I began the podcast by saying that there'll be a surprise at the end. I've actually got two surprises for you. When we started the podcast all those months ago, we started off with the head teacher of Dogsthorpe Infant School, Mrs Waters. And I'm delighted to say she joins us today. Welcome to the show, Mrs Waters.
4: Thank you very much for having me back.
0: Oh, it's our pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for all you do for the teacher's the staff and the families at Dogstool Pinfant School. I just wonder whether there's anything you'd like to say on this auspicious occasion
4: <laughs> I'm just amazed how many guests we've had, how far and wide the podcast has been been heard and it's an absolute privilege to be able to come and speak on, on the pa- podcast again to have the opportunity to thank you Captain Dave and of course Eddie who we know is the real driver of this podcast. <laughs> also all of the guests that we've had on the authors the tech people the health and wellbeing people there's just so many i i'm sure i will miss um, someone so i don't want to name names but also a, a big thank you for gifts of books and and software and resources that have been sent to the school as a, as a result Um, of all the interviews we're we're very very grateful to be able to receive things to be able to use those in school with our children to of course help them to dream believe and shine so thank you thank you thank you is my message on this 100th show
0: hello this is jane the announcer lady saying to everyone at dogsthorpe infant school congratulations this is your 100th podcast Well, I think that deserves a round of applause. Or a fanfare. All aboard! OK, Eddie, start the countdown.
2: Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Dogsthorpe Infant School is part of Hampton Academy's Trust.